What's happening? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Coming up this hour, in just a few minutes, we'll talk to Granger Smith, who has ooh. Freedom is the miles I'm rolling on. You know, the, the media is trying to start a beef between him and Kane Brown. Ooh. They love each other, but, you know, we'll talk about that. Also, he's now the host of After Midnight, which may have been on right before we came on the air. So, big country star taking over radio. But that's pretty cool. So, we'll talk to Granger in a few minutes. But now it's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Bobby. <laughs> that's all it says. Not hello? Nope. Bobby. I have a problem with your show. My coworker who listens to your show live from 8 to 10 a.m. every morning. And then after lunch, she listens to a podcast. Sometimes she will listen to old episodes again and again. My problem isn't so much with you. It's the fact she plays it over computer speakers. And even when she does wear headphones, she has the volume up so loud I can still hear it. I've never listened to your show before, but my coworker listens so much that I've memorized the mailbag email address and decided to write you my problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at a loss on what to do. Am I wrong for wanting to ask her to either turn down her volume or stop listening to the show? Am I the problem here? Signed, anonymous coworker. This is interesting because this does happen in a lot of offices or even at a restaurant or an airport when someone's listening to their phone out loud. And you're like, what? What are you doing? Don't you have any social sense? So uh, the answer is yes, you're the problem here. And <laughs> right. Yes, right. you're the problem. And just let her live with this show. <laughs> we don't get much. Let us live. Why don't you listen? And then you can enjoy it with her. Um, I hate this for you, except it's our show. If it's any other show, I would go to her and say, hey, would you mind turning it down just a little bit? I can hear it. I, I'm trying to listen to my own podcast here. And I don't think that's a mean thing to say. Just, hey, it's a little loud. But since it's our show, I do not say that. Amy, how would you address this if it were somebody other, some other loser show? I guess I would just, I, well, me personally, I'd probably just end up putting up with it. But if I had to say something, I would just, yeah, kindly be like, hey, that's a little bit loud and it's I'm trying to concentrate over here and get some work done and I can't but since it's our show you would what oh see I still think he no, could say that no. even though it's our show I would say turn it up that's right yeah. down, 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 down. <laughs> turn it up <laughs> what's that from okay I'm gonna do it see, oh my ready goodness. here we go turn it up that's that enough oh, to tell you sweet home Alabama that's there you it. go okay. yeah nice so I, say, I didn't know they said turn it up, though. Ray, would you mind playing us the beginning of Sweet Home Alabama by the band of Leonard Skinner? <laughs> when you hear it, you'll go, oh, I didn't realize that was a thing. So we encourage that you go full Skinner on her and say, turn it up. Turn it up. Oh. Turn it up. I never have heard that before. And on the radio, you can't really turn it up because everybody's the same. Right. But, uh, anonymous coworker, thank you for the email. If you would send us another email... If you do happen to hear this and let let us know her name and maybe her email address, we'll we'll scold her. Yeah. By sending her free gifts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for the email. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I love this guy who we're about to talk to. I would even consider him a friend. He had the song Backroad song that went number one. <laughs> And he's now the new host of After Midnight, which is a national radio show that we come on after. So he finishes After Midnight, and we kind of slide into our show. So 
We're about to hear from Granger Smith. The Friday Morning Conversation with Granger Smith. Looking very lumberjacky this morning with his flannel and his beard. And <laughs> is this the new Granger or just the Granger that doesn't have to leave his house now that he's a famous radio guy? Uh, yeah, going for that radio face, they're telling me, you know? <laughs> well, first, congratulations, man. It's just, I don't know what you can't do. And every time they're like, oh, I wonder if Granger can do it. You can do it. And now you have a national radio show. How did this come about? I had, I sent about a thousand letters to a bunch of different affiliates. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, they, they called me over at Premier and, and asked if I'd be interested in something like this. And they called Tyler, my brother, who's my manager first. And Tyler called me and said, Hey, I talked to iHeart. They want you to host after midnight. And I was like, well, what did they really ask you? No, seriously. They, they asked if you'd host after midnight and Tyler's just real mild mannered. And it took him about two days to finally convince me that that's actually what they were asking. Well, and you kind of, you know, waded into this, obviously you're a, a mega popular, uh, country music star, you're a social media guy. Uh, you then started a podcast that is quite popular and now radio. So, you know, you kind of just been building toward this. Do you feel comfortable now just hopping on and, you know, doing four or five hours? Yeah, it's it's um, it's very different. This is different for me. And I could talk to you about this because I most of the things I do in my life, get a re, I get an instant reaction to how I'm doing good or bad. But with with after midnight, you know, I sit there and I do the show in in my quiet room by myself and and then i send it off and then it uploads and then who knows it's like is is anyone listening and i've never really felt that (laughs) the answer is no days go by and i'm like did anyone hear any of that yeah i know i i i have to laugh at my own jokes internally and just assume people are out there listening um (laughs) it's just it, it is a weird vibe because i will do this show where i get you know, I'm just sitting here with my friends and they know my sense of humor. So sometimes they don't laugh and I feel like I'm killing. But then I will go and do a comedy show, a stand-up comedy show, and I'll say something and the crowd will laugh. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I might be funny. I forgot. So it is, it's two different worlds. It's singing, you big country music star, hearing a crowd cheer at you, and then sitting in a room by yourself, talking, getting no reaction from anyone. It is, it's, it's two complete different worlds. But congratulations. Uh, you are now a massive radio star just by your platform alone. So I think we should clap for our new, Woo! hey, our new peer. He always looked down on us when he was just a country music star. <laughs> but now you're one of us, Granger. Yeah, right. Thank you, brother. I have a couple questions for you. I was uh, talking to Kane Brown, and I was listening to Kane uh, talk about you. He said you inspired him to get so jacked. Did you say anything to him? Did you talk to him about it, or did he just look at pictures of you? No. That, yeah, that's... That's a, that's a tough thing for me because then, you know, Men's Health came out with this article recently and it said, it said, Kane Brown, the, the fittest country music star, parentheses, watch out Granger Smith. And I was like, <laughs> I told Amber, what does that even mean? And so I, I was like, I need to print that out and put it in my gym so that I could just look at that for motivation because I don't feel like that's me. But uh, when we were on tour, I, I don't know, Earl Dibbles Jr., something, you know, going out there in overalls. and But we, no, we did not have a discussion about it. Well, you are sneakily ripped because looking at you now, you've got on like five layers. And again, he looks like the brawny man right now. But then when he goes full Earl, he does have overalls. And all of a sudden, he's got muscles just screaming out of that thing. (laughs) And you're like, where did this even come from? So do you have a gym at your house? How often are you in that thing? Yeah. During the pandemic, I built built a, a little gym in the barn outside. And... And then I just started going there and I started loving doing that instead of going to, you know, any other public gym. I just liked going into the barn and it's not air conditioned or heated. So, you know, sometimes in the winter, I feel like 
Rocky Four when I'm just like loaded <laughs> up. That's actually why I'm wearing this right now. But I'm just like loaded up with beanies and four hoodies on. He's punching meat. <laughs> yeah, but, he's got, yeah, he's got meat, meat hanging there. Uh, yeah, I was looking at your Twitter before we came on because I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything that that's been happening in your life recently or that you've put out there. And I was looking at some of your posts, and you do tweet a lot of Bible verses. But I'm always curious, like what what? And I'm gonna put you on the spot here. If you had to get a Bible verse tattooed on you, which one would you tattoo on yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an interesting conundrum to to uh, tattoo a Bible verse. But I know people do it. Um, it, it would probably change. And I got to tell you, Bobby, the reason I do that, it's not, it's not to try to inspire the world or anything. It's so that I keep myself accountable because I have to get up before I start my day, dig into that and then find something that's going to keep me accountable. So by posting it for myself, that that's the way of doing it. But I think today I would probably be into, um, Philippians four, six, where it's just do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication, bring your request to God. It's a pretty long one. I probably would go with a much shorter one. That would be a lot. That would yeah. be like all the way across the back. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love it, but it's pretty long. I was like, maybe uh, he wept, you know, this, the two ways that probably be the one. I, um, Granger Smith is on with us. He is now the host of after midnight. He is on over 200 radio stations. He can be heard Monday through Sunday from midnight to 6 a.m. on iHeart country or the iHeart radio app. But I do want to ask, let's not let it be lost that you are a big country music star. Like, are you working on music now or has that kind of been put on the back burner? Yeah, I, I'm actually working on a record right now. I told Amber, my wife, yesterday, I was like, you know, I'm low-key making an album right now. Because usually when I make an album, it's that's all I'm doing is making an album. But now I just, I seem to have all these little projects. I actually thought 2022 was going to be kind of light. Now I have I just fill up all these projects and then album is like a, a fourth of that pie right now, but I am making music. You know, with you having to interview folks now, and have you done a lot of interviews? I'll start with that. Who have you interviewed so far? No, I haven't done many. I'd only did Maren Morris. She had that premiere last week. And I've known Maren for, you know, 13 years back in the, during the Texas days. And I've prepped for the interview. This is my first one. So I prepped for it. And then she came on and my heart started beating. I was like, I'm a <laughs> nervous right now. I'm nervous to talk to Marin. And then she would answer and I would think to myself, oh God, what am I going to say next? <laughs> I don't know. And how did it go? Did you listen back to it? Because I, I refuse to listen back to interviews because I'll pick them apart. Like I live them and then I move on with my life. And I, and I hope that Scuba Steve, if it's a recorded interview, he will fix it and make me not look like an idiot. So did you go back and, and critique yourself? Yeah, I, I hate my voice. Um, Same. And so I did, I did hear it. One thing I didn't want to do dur during the interview is, is like put my own artist ideas into what she was saying. I was like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh yeah, when we tour or our shows or our bus, I didn't want to say that. So maybe I did that. Maybe I overemphasized that and didn't say enough and just went straight to the questions that I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to learn it. Granger's like, hello, Maren Morris. I've never played music. Do you like music? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, what question do you get most as an artist? Because I think being an artist, and I think for me, the last few years of my career, I've started to be interviewed a lot for things I do outside the show, which makes me a yeah. better interviewer because I get so annoyed at some of the questions that I get over and over and over again. So yeah. as an artist, what do you get asked the most? And you're like, I know they're going to ask me this, but I'm going to answer it and just try to finish the question and move on to the next. Well, it's, for instance, if you put out a new song, then uh, so many people will ask you, so tell us a little bit about this song. How'd you write it? What, what was the idea behind the title? 
And that's a, always a loaded question, you know. So it's so what I want to do with After Midnight, because it's a, it's a nighttime show, is I want to try my best to base my questions around the nighttime, the third shift, you know, the truckers, the nursing mothers, the work commuters. And so that's what I was trying to do with Marin. It's like you're you're nursing a baby in the middle of the night. Do you do you think of songs? Are you thinking about music? Do you get inspired? Have you ever written a song at night? What time do you wake up? What's your alarm sound like? You know, think, I want to try to relate it tonight, just so like you're saying, so that's not the same questions over and over. I was in Russellville, Arkansas, and we were traveling during our Christmas break. You know, we we go from Nashville to Arkansas to Oklahoma because my wife uh, grew up in Oklahoma, so we're doing the families. And we were so close to being out of gas, and I had to pee. And so we went to this truck stop, and it was a really old truck stop. It wasn't one of the fancy ones. It was like on the edge of Russellville, and they had a. It, it was so like old and. Um, it, it had a tanning bed in it, right? Which you, this thing probably hit its heyday in like 93. And so right. there's a tanning bed and the bathroom has two urinals and a toilet that barely works. And it, I walk up to the urinal and there's a lot of things written on the wall, call this number, lot. but in three different inks, like one in Sharpie and two in inks, it said yee yee in three different times. <laughs> and so I thought about you because there you were where I'm from at a place that I don't know is very celebrated, but they were representing Granger in the Yee Yee brand. And I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, he knows who he's talking to. That's my guy. I did not know where that, that, that story was going that direction. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, love, we love Arkansas. Those people, a lot of those kind of people, though, don't even know my name. They just know Yee Yee and the lifestyle that it is. Are you still as... I don't know what the word is. Are you still creating as much with Earl? Does does Earl Devils Jr. make it on After Midnight? He's in some of the imaging, I, not a lot, but I, I did hear that he's in he's in like the intro of the show right now. But I'm not creating a lot with Earl. I've been I've been so slammed with other stuff um, during the pandemic. I did Earl made a little resurgence. You know, I had more time then, but uh, I, I love making Earl. It's just a matter of you, you know how this goes. It's a matter of thinking of the content. How do I think of something new that's funny? But it's still in his vein, and you could, and I've done it for ten years. It's you, how many jokes could I say uh, for Earl? So, Granger Smith is on. He is now a wildly popular radio host. Even though you haven't been on long enough to be wildly popular, I'm I'm calling it right now. I'm going to say it. We're going to play <laughs> okay. it back in a year when you are wildly popular, and we're going to say, "See, I knew then." But hey, man, congratulations, man. You do it all, and I'm so proud for you. And I hope people, uh, if they're up, you know, midnight to six a.m., they turn on Granger, they listen to music, they listen to stories. And new music is coming out. Do you want to give us an idea of when we're going to hear new music? You don't have to. Uh, when will we get Granger music here? Let me, I'll, I could break something to you. And I haven't talked about this at all. But the, new, the next time you'll hear new music from me, it'll be part of a soundtrack. That's the album I'm making right now. Ooh, the soundtrack to my life of 2022, maybe? <laughs> or a real movie, like a, like a, a TV show yeah. or a movie? Give us that. Yeah, it's for, it's for a movie, which is also the, the ugly facial hair I got going on right now. Avatar 2. I said it. That's my guess. I'm going to stick with it, and we'll see if I'm Avatar right. Avatar 2. All right. At Granger Smith. Hey, Granger, good to talk to you, man. I'm rooting for you. You are the best, and uh, keep killing it. You inspire a lot of folks. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, Granger. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Kane Brown released a new song called The Whiskey Sour. I know you got my message. All my X's and my O's. 
And it kills me by the hour Now I take my whiskey sours alone Jason Aldean released a new song. It's called Trouble with a Heartbreak. With a heartbreak, it's gonna hang around. Leave your midnight breaking down. Wondering how long that is gonna take. Getting over her. It's a cake drown. Whiskey down. Kinda hurt. Yeah, you Thomas Rhett dropped two new songs called Church Boots and Angel. Here's a clip of the song Church Boots. Brett Eldridge performed this song on the show last year before he released it. Today, his song, Want That Back, is out everywhere. I'm Morgan number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. There's this couple, Taylor and Tiffany. They live in Indiana, hanging out at their house, and a dog, stray dog, comes up to their back door. And they did what most people would do. At least I know we would. They go to the vet, and they see if the dog is microchipped. Thank goodness the dog was. They learned that the dog's name is Daisy, and it belonged to a family over 1,100 miles away in Houston, Texas. Wow. How the dog got to Indiana is a mystery. They do not know, but they what? were able to return Daisy to their owners, Katrina and Mark Skelton, and they, they are so sure happy to have that the out, back. right? Yeah, just ask the dog. <laughs> I, I I looked it up. It's sixteen hours and nine minutes. That's what the drive is. That's driving. Yeah, there's got to be a way that that dog hopped on a truck or something. Well, the dog was missing for three years, so oh. I mean, could have had different owners. Oh well, that's not thirteen years walking. I mean, that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> it is possible when you do the math there. Yeah, that's a good point, Eddie. Yeah. I, I bet know. that family was so relieved to get that dog I mean, back. And imagine? also in disbelief. Yeah, because after, I mean, after a few months, you just have to accept that your dog is probably gone. And this is three years and you get a call from a vet in Indiana. At least it wasn't a ghost dog. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like the one you have. Like, yeah. I know. Showed up at my house. Have you seen it again? Since no, that, no, since that it, night? It, here's what I think. And I don't think this, is this a Yellowstone spoiler talking about the wolf? Don't even know what you're talking about. Um, Would you consider that a spoiler? I don't think so. Okay, this wolf shows up to Casey, and some of the Native Americans are like, hey, a wolf means something, right? Right. And I'll just say that. It's kind of a small storyline in this last season. But this ghost dog showed up in my house, and I think it meant something. Oh, no. Did the wolf say something to Casey? No, the wolf just existed. and Just showed up. Oh, my gosh. Do we need to go put you in a field? Yeah. Hey, is there anything about ghost dogs, Mike, and what they mean to people? (laughs) Because this goat, I'm telling you guys. That might be a long Google. It was white. (laughs) It was pure, like pure white. So a pure white. Ghost dog. And then the dog just disappeared. It was nowhere to be found. And my dogs freaked out. And I just walked out. I put the dog up and walked outside to see it. It was gone. And there are gates. You can't get in and out of this place. But it was, so it was wolf-like? Kind of, yeah. Whoa. Because it was kind of like that kind of dog, like a a husky type dog. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you believe in ghost dogs? You're not alone. This is from... This is from dogtime.com. Okay. I love not being alone. Thank goodness. Mysterious creaks in the staircase? Warm spots on your bed? No. No. Uh, (laughs) Dog tags jangling when you're all alone? What? Sensations of a phantom paw on your shoulder? Could it be a ghost dog? Bones, get out. That's not you. Whatever the case may be, you're experiencing paranormal pooch activity. And no surprise, these phantom pup sightings have been reported all around the world. I live on the same world. This is for sure it. Okay. People have witnessed ghost dogs on ghost walks, felt the spirits of dogs long past, and seen paranormal pup energies resting peacefully 
in their old... Do you think the ghost dog used to be a dog that lived on the property I live on? Probably. Oh, We had a breakthrough. Well, so why do we believe this ghost is real, but lunchboxes wasn't? Thank you. I don't, I'm don't. i I'm searching for it. I don't believe it's real. I'm still searching. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And, and this ghost didn't touch me. Lunchbox claims the ghost touched him. Locked him in a room. Well, he locked him in a closet. Closet. Got really cold in there. Well, I'm still standing with... And all the ghost dog pictures they're showing are basically husky-type dogs. Really? On dogtime.com. Okay, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, Amy, that's a great story. Yeah, is that what we were doing just well, now? Yeah, I just really brought back tough memories of seeing a ghost dog outside my window. All right, thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's go over to Amy and get in some fun facts. Fun Fact Friday. All right, Amy's got the most five fun facts of the week. She's curated this list. Usually it's full of oohs and ahs. Let's go. Number five. So owls cannot move their eyes. Like we can look left to right without moving our head, but they don't have balls. They have like oh. cylinders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> say it like that. Okay, <laughs> they have eyeballs. <laughs> it looks like an eyeball, but it's really just cylinders that are held in place by bones. And so anyway, because of that, they ha- they they can rotate their heads 270 degrees to the left and also wow. to the right, and then 90 degrees up and down. I'd rather be an owl than be us then. Yeah, like, I would rather like, be able to move my head all around all these directions than just my eyes. Just be, You'd rather be an owl just because of the eyes. <laughs> no, I'm saying if we're just basing it on <laughs> I, vision. Okay. I would want to be an owl because they're magical. Although, okay. being an owl would probably be pretty cool. All right, guys. They're so beautiful, <laughs> majestic. You all don't know how good we have it as humans. <laughs> you have no idea how good an owl has it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I do like that. That's pretty cool. I didn't know they didn't have eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Number four. Alexander Hamilton misspelled the word Pennsylvania on the Constitution. He forgot uh, one of the ends in pen, P-E-N. P-E-N-N. And Amy mispronounced Alexander Hamilton. I thought you would miss that. Okay, go ahead. Alexander Hamilton misspelled Pennsylvania by forgetting one of the ends. Spell Pennsylvania, Eddie. Oh, gosh, that's tough. P-E-N-N. Thank you, Amy. S Y. L V A N I A. That's it. Come on. You just succeeded in being a father of our country. And I am smarter than Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. Okay, let's see how you do with this one. Say Adidas. Adidas. Oh, stop. You already knew this story. Did you already well, know this? That's Have the we original, talked about this before? No, but that's the original pronunciation of it. How is I know. it? Adidas. Hmm. But, but we Americans, Adidas. <laughs> Adidas. Why, why do you ask? Yeah, well, that's the fun fact, is that Americans pronounce Adidas wrong. It's supposed to be Adidas, with a slight emphasis on the first syllable, not Adidas. So that's what well, Why do you that? sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger when you do this? <laughs> Adidas. Here's... I'll be back in my Adidas. I pulled a clip of the real pronunciation. Adidas. Adidas. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to start. Don't. No, you don't. No, 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 no. Everybody will hate you. Don't. Okay. Like my son, he loves Adidas. No, Adidas. We call it Adidas here. <laughs> Number two. The inventor of the ATM wanted to use six-digit pins. Like when you go to the ATM, you know your code? Yeah. How many digits Four, is it? Four, nine, three, one. No, okay. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what are okay. you doing? <laughs> but it is four, right? Well, the guy that created it, he ran the idea by his wife, and she could only remember four digits. Because of that, you know, her so-so memorization skills, it's been four digits ever since. Yeah, the pin number's wild because if you—I can remember mine because I have to, like, visualize it. 
But they sent me my pen number. I didn't get to pick my pen number. Did you guys? Yeah. No, yeah. I think so. Oh, the bank just sent me mine and I had to remember it. You know, you can change it. Uh, I, I don't I don't go into settings on the ATM. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I feel like that's going to put me in jail just somehow. just your bank, I think. <laughs> I don't click the little Okay. Um, and so I don't remember it unless I do it with my hand. And then I, I got it. Oh, weird. When I got robbed at gunpoint and I had a gun right to my, my temples, they were like, take your money out of your ATM. I could not remember my code. It was nowhere to be Crazy. found. And I said, I don't know it. And he said, yes, you do. Whack, hit me with a gun. I said, I don't know it. Thought I was going to get shot. But it never came back to me. I, I still to this day don't know it. Nine, three, two, one. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no. Hit me again. See if I can remember it. Number one. So the CIA had to approve every single episode of the show The Americans about Russian spies living undercover in the U.S. just to make sure they didn't reveal classified information. Wow. Really good show. It's a slow burn show. And sometimes a lot happens, but nothing happens on the show. But I really like The Americans. It's about two Russian spies who live in America, but you don't know they're Russian spies. They've just become Americans. And you oddly start to root for them, but then they're torn. Weird. Yeah, anybody else watch The Americans? I've seen some of it. Carrie Russell's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll go back and start from the beginning. The weirdest part is, is the guy, I think his name is Jonathan Reese or whatever his name is, the guy in it. Uh, He is from like, New Zealand or something. He's one of those people that speak with American accent on TV. So all of a sudden, when it's like Adidas, you're like, "What is happening here? <laughs> you're blowing my mind." Rick Grimes from Walking Dead, same thing. He's Australian or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he starts, or the guy from Billions, the red-haired guy, but he's he was also in uh, Homeland. Homeland. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's British. Crazy. Yeah, wild. Okay, Amy, thank you. Yeah, I was just thinking too. If you work for the CIA and your job is to watch, It'd be the greatest TV part of the show, job at all. You're like, yeah. oh, sweet. Also, it makes me feel worse though. Like. If they're only telling us that stuff, then they don't care if we know that. So there's a lot. Oh, yeah, that we don't. A lot they, they I feel like we only got like the, the stuff they don't care if we knew. I thought we were learning like some deep down inside <laughs> stuff on there. No, it's just stuff the CIA agreed to. I know, but isn't it up. really wild to think about how people have infiltrated themselves in our, I mean, even right now, there's yes. probably somebody working somewhere that they've they just, arrested people recently for being mm-hmm. uh, educators at major universities. Guys, there could be one in this room. Yeah. Um, guys, <laughs> like, but like, Some, if, it, who would someone it be? would have to slip up, and they would have to do something. Oh, so, oh sorry, <laughs> my German starts to come out. Adidas. I do not know what. The, you ever see like when when people will say a word and like they're they're sleepers, and if someone were to be like blueberry muffin, all of a sudden they're on like oh I forgot I'm a ter- You ever see those? No. Or they have words that turns them back on from sleepers to. Um, no. Live cells. No. If oh, someone man. says it to them, that means they're on. Oh. If it, oh, no. But yeah, it's really crazy to think like when you read stories over the years of how they've been in our in our system. Like there was someone. If it's that, one of you guys, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to be so mad if one of you guys is a spy and didn't tell me. I can't remember the details, but there was someone maybe in that book, Talking to Strangers, in the beginning, they talk about someone that worked was in the CIA from and was working for Cuba. <laughs> they, had, they had no idea. She was like the Cuban expert. There you have it. Fun fact Friday. Yay! All right, voicemails. Here's one we got last night. Bobby, what's going on, man? Just want you to know I listen to your show every morning. Uh, you guys are like a good bag of mixed nuts. Uh, you got pecans are good nuts, almonds are good nuts, peanuts are good nuts. When you mix all them nuts in one bag, man, they are great nuts. <laughs> just want to say you guys remind me of that. If you mix all you guys... In the morning, man, you're just all a bunch of great nuts. All right. <laughs> he's, saying, he's saying we're nuts. Basically. Interesting we're analogy. All all right. uh, here's another voicemail. 
I gotta say, Bobby, you remind me of Rob Lowe. Have a good day. I'll take it. We were talking yesterday about celebrities that... Mm-hmm. When someone tells me a story and I want to know what the person looks like they're talking about, I say, hey, just uh, who's the celebrity they look most like? They don't have to look exactly like them, but give me a frame of reference. And so I did all of you guys, but I didn't do me. You guys said I look like the guy from Dexter, yeah. which a lot of people didn't know who that was. But uh, Or Rob Lowe. I'll take that one, too. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, I can see that. He's I've older, been... but he's way too good looking to be me. I'm more of a 6.5. He's like a 9. Well, we're all generic versions of the version you get. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Amy look doesn't like look like Felicity, girl. Like, exactly. Thanks for that. I'm just I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, they shot of Amy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shots. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So, Bobby, curious your thoughts on this since you do comedy. Uh, Steve Harvey said that he had to stop doing stand-up comedy because cancel culture would ruin his television career. To quote him, he said, political correctness has killed comedy. Every joke you tell now, it hurts somebody's feelings. I mean, I know a lot of friends that are guarding their comedy more because they don't want to be canceled. You know, with me, I pretty much don't tell jokes unless I would tell the joke on the air. You know, I'm performing tomorrow night in Orlando and I've written... You know, a whole hour's worth of material, but I would be okay with reading most of them on the air, if not all of them. So I don't worry about that so much. I do worry about something I'm going to say on this show, just flippantly, over hours of talking, someone's going to take, highlight, blow up, and then I lose all my other jobs. But that's, you you have to be scared of everything you say. And I think a little bit, it does sterilize things. Because there are things, sometimes I'm like, I don't really like to talk about this. And I'll go to Mike or Scuba Steve and be like, all right, how am I going to get canceled if I say this? And then we talk about how I'm going to get canceled or how I'm not going to get canceled. That was just never a talk. Even with no bad intent, even if I'm talking about it in a way of I don't understand it, help me under. You just have to watch what you say all the yeah. time. That you can't even ask, I don't understand this without someone highlighting, cutting up. A, it's happened to me recently. Cut up a clip, say, oh, look at this. Let's, let's cancel them. So, it, by the way, if anyone ever tries to cancel me, I need you guys to step in. <laughs> Not you guys here on the show, because yeah. you won't. You'll we, all run away. No, we but will. But all, all the B teams step in and fight for me. All right. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, Steve Harvey, because TV Wise Family Feud and his new show, Judge Steve Harvey. So I have a list of some unusual confiscated items that have gone through an airport. At least they've tried to. And you'd think some of this stuff might be in a foreign country, but nope, right here in the U.S., like a, a meth burrito through Houston. What? <laughs> What, so was it someone trying to hide meth, but they put it in a burrito? Yeah, like because you can take a burrito through TSA, but if you open it up and it's full of meth, it's not going to make it. I was going to say, that's a wild Mexican restaurant. Like, <laughs> I don't know what... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. A wine holder that sh- happens to be shaped like a gun. Oh, yeah. Nothing shaped like a gun can go through. That's just dumb on their part. Yeah, that happened in Sacramento. The wine holder, okay, but shaped like a gun. Right. No. Yeah. In New Orleans, someone tried to go through with a chainsaw. What? I don't hate it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I think take the chain off and put it in the the, the luggage that you check. You can or you can probably take the chainsaw in some way. Yeah. People have to travel with chainsaws, but this probably had gas and a chain. Maybe oh, you have to yeah. check He's it. Ready to he probably saw. had it on him. <laughs> yeah, you have to check it. Go, yeah. So it goes yeah, under yeah, the plane. It, it like, was the hockey mask bones that's that it. Oh, true. Went off, yeah. With the blood on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got a machete in D.C. and bear yeah, spray no in uh, Destin, Florida. Weapon. Weapon. And uh, bullets inside a deodorant container in Atlantic well. City. So these are all things where TSA is like, oh, no, we're going to go ahead and take those. <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, you can't do that. All right, what else? <laughs> so Dolly Parton, when she was a kid, she was once like, 
you know, started following this really beautiful butterfly on her family's property and it took her deep into the woods and she was totally lost and didn't know how she was going to find her way home. And then she saw one of her family cows named Bessie for real. And the, she held onto the cow and the cow led her home. She arrived like all bloody and bruised because she was like going through the woods and stuff, but she still got a whooping for leaving and getting lost. But yeah, she was saved by her cow, Bessie. So I didn't know if anybody's animal here has ever saved their life. No, yeah. my dog gives no, no craps. No, no. Uh, none. We had some people outside of our house an, uh, a couple nights ago, an ambulance was there putting somebody on a stretcher. Ooh. Right yeah. outside, we could see it. And we're like, wow, this is what's, what's happening out there? And Stanley was just chilling. He, it was like a lot of commotion, but he didn't do anything really to save us. No. He didn't know what it was. It could have been cops, a robber. Maybe he actually knew you yeah. didn't need saving. That dog doesn't know anything. <laughs> okay. He's a bulldog. He, he wants to take a nap. He wants to eat. That's it. But do you feel like in a way they've saved you like comfort-wise? No. Any sort of emotional healing? <laughs> Your animal? No? No, no healing. Love them. Love them both. But no, no he, no, no, oh. no, no, no saving me. Okay. Yeah. Right, is that Amy, it? That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. If you've ever been to Husby's Food and Spirits in Sister Bay, Wisconsin, you notice all the dollar bills on the ceiling. All the customers come in, and that's tradition. You put a dollar bill on the ceiling, really cool, looks awesome. But at the end of the year, they always donate it to charity, like a food bank, help pay medical bills. Well, there's one of their servers that's been out of work for nine months, battling lymphoma. This year, they donated $5,000 from the ceiling all to that server. That's pretty cool. It's Love pretty that. cool. That's where the money went. It's pretty cool. They decided to get because they could have kept the money themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good story. I bet that server's like, wow, this is amazing. Like taking care of their people. It's a good, it's a multifaceted one. We like that. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Eddie, I do want to check in because yesterday you had a hot dog flavored candy cane. Yeah. And you complained about it all day. I wasn't feeling well. How did how'd it go? Dude, I was last night I was walking my dog at like 9:30 p.m. and I still tasted it. In my mouth. Do you think the candy cane is like a joke? Like you give it to someone and they can't stop tasting it? Yes. It's a bad joke. It's not even a good prank because a good prank is like, Haha, we got you. Joke's over. Dude, it was 24 hours later and I, I'm telling you right now, if I burped, I can probably still smell the dumb hot dog. Well, most people, though, don't have to eat the whole candy cane. I bet most oh. of them lick it and they go, this is terrible. Yeah, not but me. But since you lost, you had to eat the whole it's thing. It's not good, man. Uh, let's go to a voicemail. Here's one we got last night. Hey, good morning, studio. I just had a quick morning corny for you. What generation does Forrest Gump belong to? Gen A. Gen A. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> he liked it. That was good. He liked his own joke. That's good. All right, let's go over to Amy with the corny. The morning corny. How did the pharaohs convince people to build their Egyptian monuments? How did the pharaohs convince people to build their monuments? It was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that was the morning corny. A lot of words to get us there. I That's know. Pretty good. Sorry. <laughs> pretty good. Okay, we have a secret celebrity on the line, and we're going to give Lunchbox money if he can guess who it is. Oh, yeah. You'll get five questions, yes or no only. Oh, man. <laughs> that shifted. We're starting at $50, and every question you ask is $10 off. Oh, oh, that's tough, man. Yeah. And at any point, you can just guess, but if you guess wrong, you lose. Okay. Okay. So, our, our, and it's a real life 
celebrity. Like this is no <sighs> this is no Joe Blow we got off cameo. You know what I'm saying? This is a real life celebrity. And lunchbox, you can make some money. They're not gonna say anything until you ask your first question. Oh no no no! They gotta at least say hello so I can hear their voice. You, but you can ask a question and you'll hear their voice. Oh well, I'd like to hear their voice first. Well, you can say, "Will you let me hear your voice?" No, because that's one of my <laughs> that'd be one of my questions. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right. Oh. Are you currently appearing on a TV show? No. Oh, you get to know. That's man. all I get. Yeah, that was a waste, that's dude. All right, you're down. You're down uh, ten bucks. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't even know what to ask this person. So it's a dude, obviously, but all I have is there. You no. go. It's a dude. We know it's a guy. Yeah, we know it's a guy. You sure. Um. Gosh. I, um. I'm trying to think of good questions, Eddie, because you told me my questions sucked. Oh, you already ran some questions oh, by Eddie? Go. No, he just said my question was terrible that last the one. The first one was uh, bad because all you got was a no. So. Well, I feel well like... it's only yes or no questions, Eddie. That's all I can ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, TV's solid because... Yeah. Are, are you known for being in movies? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, you, you heard you a got, few extra words there. Nice. Yeah. That was L- a gift. Let, me, let me ask our celebrity guest here uh, just a question. You can hear him talk a little bit, Lunchbox, okay? Yes. Celebrity guest, how's your day going today? It's going awesome. I woke up, hit the gym, made breakfast, and here I sit. Trying up. to help Lunchbox win dough. Yeah. That's hit the lot. gym, made breakfast, wants to win you some dough. Yeah, so he's active. Three questions. He's <laughs> active. He <laughs> works out in the gym. He eats breakfast. He eats. he eats breakfast. And he wants you, he says, he wants to win me he some says the dough. word dough. He even knew your name. That's a good one. Well, because you said my name. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, That's but true. somebody new would be like lunchbox. Is that a name? Uh, <sighs> and I don't think they would really care if you won dough or money. Okay. <laughs> what else could this person? What could this person do? What could this person? Would do? you like a hint? No, no, because I don't want to be cheating. I don't want to cheat. You've always wanted to cheat. Now you the always do you cheat. All, yes. Yeah, right, like when does ethical lunchbox show up? <laughs> all right, give me a hint. <laughs> this person is in music. Oh. In music. Who's been in the news recently for music? Ha- oh. Have you ever appeared on TMZ? Yeah, I've, I've made TMZ before, for sure. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, I wonder for what. Three questions down. I got it. Do you want to guess and blow it? I'm not going to blow it. I got it. I got it. I got it because he gave me some more words, and I got that voice. And you giving me that he's in music really helped me that now I know that voice. Are you sure you don't want to ask another question? <sighs> How much am I at? $100 right now? No, you're at $20 left. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I should probably ask another I'll one. I'll say this. This celebrity, this music uh, superstar, just celebrated um, an accomplishment that very few people in country music has ever, ever celebrated. Maybe I should pay attention to the skinny. Uh, what could he have com- he accomplished? Um, like I've only ever heard of since our time here. Oh yeah, rare. This ha- this person doing this maybe once or twice ever. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Have I ever met this person? You can ask him that question. Well, I don't know if I want to ask him that. That may be a waste because I met a lot of people and that doesn't really narrow it down, does it? 
Have they ever have they ever been in the studio? Ask him. Oh. That's a good question. That's a good question. Hey, have you ever been in the studio? Multiple times, yeah. <laughs> you go. You have one question left for ten dollars. A lot of people lunchbox. Who'd you think you you can guess for ten dollars? Well, this next one only cost you five bucks. You don't have to go broke. Yeah. This okay. next question only okay. cost you five bucks. Go ahead. Okay. No, that's not a good question. We'll just talk it through with us. What was? Oh, I was it? gonna say, are you married? Why? That's, that's helpful. A good question. Good question. Okay. Oh, totally helpful. Yeah. Go ahead. Are you married? No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> he's all sad about it. You got five bucks left. But that eliminates like a lot. So all I know the ones it's not. I know it's not Luke Bryan. I know it's not Garth Brooks. Exactly. Didn't sound like so. Him two anyway. down. <laughs> it's not Sam. The Hunt. rest to go. Not Sam Hunt. Good one. Yeah. Uh, can't be Billy Ray. He's married too. Not Jacob. Okay, we're not gonna count every married country star. <laughs> yeah. Lunchbox. Any guess on who this is for five dollars? Man, I'm starting to think it's that car wash guy again. That you brought in here. Josh? Josh from TikTok? <laughs> oh, but he was married, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes. And he, but, ha- but he hasn't been here multiple times. Oh, that's a good point. And he, he, and he didn't accomplish something that no one ever has in this well, industry. Well, maybe. TikTok. I'd also like to say that this person is such a star that I'm starting to feel guilty. I've kept him on the phone doing nothing except going, yes, <laughs> no. Like, there's a guilt setting in now because I'm wasting their time. And they're that big? They just accomplished something in country music. <laughs> he's, he's laughing now. Uh, Lunchbox, I didn't, we need a guess. We need a guess. For five bucks. Man, I can't even think of any country people that aren't married now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Uh, no, don't go, uh, give me five seconds. Mr. Mr. Celebrity, what state were you born in? I was born right here in Tennessee. Oh. Oh, no, Chris Jansen's married. Born in Tennessee, not married. It's no, no. Brett Eldridge from Illinois. <sighs> Mr. Country Music uh, Superstar, what sport were you best yeah. at? What did you play sports? <laughs> what yeah. sport were you best at up until you know age twenty-two? Would you say? Uh, I was I was best at golf. I actually got a scholarship to play golf. Oh! I don't know if he's from here though. Who? Kip Moore! Is that your guess? <laughs> it's Kip Moore! You're saying Georgia's own Kip Moore. Oh, yeah. he's from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, everybody, welcome on Dustin Lynch. Yeah. There he is. Oh, yes. Oh. Good job, Lunch. And let me tell you what oh, Dustin... Wait, let's see, let's see if Lunchbox can figure out what Dustin accomplished. Oh, yeah, do you know, do you like, know what Dustin... it's so obvious. Guys, that could be another hour. It. It's been <laughs> all... What do you think, if you had to pick what Dustin just accomplished? <laughs> Man. Here we go. <laughs> uh, he had two albums go back to back a million. <laughs> a million. That probably happened, but that's not oh. something. That... Okay. Yeah. Oh, but... he got into the the Opry. He got He's into... already done that. That happened already. Yeah. He's got what it. What did Dustin Lynch have done? Okay, I'm just gonna end yeah. this and tell you. Sorry. Did he? Oh, he won an award. He won a Grammy. The Grammys aren't till <laughs> they like got April postponed. now. They oh, postponed. they got postponed. Thinking about you had a six week number one run on Billboard. Six weeks and four weeks on the radio chart, which I, which. Never happens. It's one of the biggest songs. Um, oh, Lunch is clapping now. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him clapping. Wow. Man, Dustin, I'm going to go stream that today just to make up for this. I apologize. All good, man. That was fun. That was a fun bit, guys. Thank y'all for letting me be part of that. <laughs> Dustin liked it because he didn't have to do anything. <laughs> um, Dustin, let's talk about the song, which is why I wanted to have you on. Whenever you know you put a song out as a single and you hope it's going to do well, 
Like, do you ever go, man, this song is so good that I can see it being a number one song for a month, basically? No, not not at all. And, and honestly, with this one, we had probably two years of going back and forth trying to figure out when can we put this out? Who's the artist going to be? Um, you know, Lorna Lena thing on it first. And, and it kind of didn't work out for her release schedule and my release schedule. So I just kept fighting and fighting and fighting. I knew it was a special song. And, and I think timing is everything and the music biz and um hey it happened for a reason so here we are one of the biggest songs in country music over the last years dustin lynch is thinking about you i do want to move on but I, that's why we had you on was to kind of acknowledge and also do this bit with lunchbox but i i saw a picture on instagram i think it was recent it was you and luke combs and mark wills were you guys hunting yeah. were you guys hunting somewhere recently yeah so since from what they can tell, the early 60s, the Opry has done an annual hunt, like a hunting trip. And the CEO of, of Ryman now has a, a really great spot down in Mississippi, so that's where we do it every January. I think I've been there six, seven years. And, um, yeah, this year, Luke Combs and Ray Fulcher, Mark Wills, um, Craig Morgan, and myself were there as the artists. So uh, we were a little bit thin just for people being cautious still, but uh, it's just a great time. It's a few days of hanging out, and eating great food, and sitting around the fire and and this year watching the national championships that was cool oh you guys got to watch the game together too that's that's cool yeah ray is ray Fulcher actually used to be a quarterback coach at georgia so uh, what? It, was, it was really fun watching him from the couch just in disbelief the whole game because it was such a great game and a roller coaster um it was cool to be there with the you know true fan that is wild okay well let me say this uh and we're gonna play the song in a second but it's been almost two years since your last album was released, which is, you know, in pandemic, it slowed a lot of things. Uh, January 17th, 2020, I believe, when it comes out. How do you know when it's time to release another album? Well, it's just me being ready and having the songs that I'm proud enough of to, to feel like they deserve being released. So um, I, I was hard at work all, all through 2020, just writing and, you know, trying to keep myself sane. And um, we finished up the album in November and turned it in and so yeah it's going to be coming here pretty soon okay this is what this is what we'd like to do whenever you do finally have a big announcement about a record or a new song like this time come and see us we won't put a you know a, a curtain over your head and play guest dustin lynch we'd just like you to come up and share with us when you have something new all right i would yeah i would love that you know, it's been a minute since i've been in there with you guys i'd love to come hang for sure all right dustin lynch celebrating a six-week number one. Which is incredible. No one's ever done it. Look at Lunchbox. Now he knows. Now he knows. Never get it. Never get it. (laughs) We're going to play it now. Everybody clap for Dustin Lynch. You put up with us a lot today. Let's play Thinking About You. All right, Dustin. Thanks, buddy. Y'all are sweet. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's play the easiest trivia game in all the land. It's time to play, well, easy trivia. You shouldn't miss a single one of these, but sometimes the pressure happens and you crumble like a cookie. You played a five to win the golden, silver, diamond, Tierra. Yeah, silver. Eddie's had it for two seasons. Mm-hmm. He puts it on every game. Are you ready to play easy trivia? Yeah. yeah. Amy, what does a thermometer measure? Temperature. Correct. Lunchbox, how many people does a trio have? Uh, three. Correct. Yeah. Eddie, how many inches are in a foot? Twelve. Correct. Morgan, how many cents are in a dollar? A hundred. Correct. First round complete. Nobody goes home first Woo! round, though. We sounded smart that round, job, guys. guys. Uh, Eddie has three wins. Wow. And? Morgan has one win. And? Yes, Amy has one I win. I won last week. Amy has a win. <laughs> and? It's reminded. not reflected here. And? But 
Um, Lunchbox uh, has none. Oh. Zero. Okay, here we go. Amy, you're up. What are the three types of Olympic medals? Um, bronze, silver, gold. Interesting you start with bronze. That was very yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I went. No, I get why. The, the order you did it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you call a pack of wolves, Lunchbox? Oh, crap. Well, Lunchbox, what do you call a group of wolves? <laughs> That's fine. That's uh, fine. Uh, a pack? There you go. <laughs> but the answer, if, if the question were, what do you call a pack of wolves? That'd be a tough one. Yeah. I'd, I'd call it dangerous. <laughs> uh, Eddie, who invented the telephone? Alexander Graham Bell. Nice. That's hard for round number two. I know. Two. Wow. Feeling good. Uh, Morgan, what's the only mammal that can fly? What? Good luck. I love how the music changed because he doesn't think I'm going to get it. The only bird that can fly? No, 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 no. The only mammal that can fly. Is it a bird? Is a bird a mammal? Oh, gosh. (laughs) A bird. Incorrect. A bird's not a mammal. You've been boned. Yeah, you've been boned. It's not. Yeah, a bird's not a mammal. Really? What is a bird then? I have no idea. That's, I'm so I don't. I still don't know what a mammal is. Has hair. But don't Bird, birds, birds have, have feather? Hair? So what's the answer? What do you think it is? Because that'll help us. What do you think? What do you think it is? <laughs> that'll help us. I mean, we all clearly don't know. But like a penguin? <laughs> no. Penguins can't, penguins fly. can't fly. I would say it's a bird. No, and what's it's a, bird. A duck. No. A duck's bird. What's Dang a it. what's a, the only mammal that can fly that has to have Owl. fur? No, no, no. no. Okay, guys, birds aren't mammals. They are uh, avians. avians. Yeah. yeah. Avians. Eddie wrote okay. down Superman. So, avians. <laughs> is he in there? What's the only mammal? You know what? Superman can fly. <laughs> but the why? only mammal that can fly is a bat. Oh, the oh. bat. But, How but, but, is a bat not a yeah. bird? Yes. Uh, how is a bat not a oh, bird? Guys, how is a dog not a cow? I mean, they have, <laughs> like, no, bats have little fur and they're warm-blooded. Is that what it is? That means they're not a bird? Birds can't be warm-blooded? Ba- okay. Well, Ray. mammals are warm-blooded. Right? Morgan's been boned. She's not alone. You've been boned. Yeah, yeah, oh, been man. Boned I should have known that. Uh, bats are the only f- bats are the only flying mammal. While the flying squirrel can o- can glide, it does not fly. <laughs> oh, gotcha. right. There you go, bats. Oh. All right, let's go to the next round. Amy. Yep. What does the little hand on a clock tell you? The seconds. Oh, incorrect. <gasps> no. Oh. Oh. I answered too you fast. Answered too fast. The bigger one is the seconds, and the little one tells you the hour. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, the bigger one's the minutes officially. Mm-hmm. Not all clocks have second hands. Second, yeah. They don't. No, that's no. a luxury clock with yeah, the little ticker. Yeah, that's fancy. It's probably fancy at your house. <laughs> what's the what, what's the answer? The little hand's hour. Oh my gosh. It is. I know that. All right. Well, well, don't all answer. Comes down to this. Don't answer too fast, boys. No, Eddie, answer real fast. No. Dang it. I'm good. I'm calm as a cucumber. Lunchbox. Wait, is that right? If an animal is an invertebrate. What's it missing? <laughs> That's great. Say what? This is not hard. I've never heard the word invertebrate, but you, the only thing it can be is a spine oh, because oh. your spine is a vertebra. You break your vertebra to, to, and you, you broke your spine. If so, an animal's an invertebrate, what's it missing? Spine. Mike, you accept a backbone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a vertebrate versus Woo-hoo! an invertebrate. Yeah. Get never heard of it though. Okay. I know I've never heard of invertebrate. It, I don't know what animal would have that. Eddie, have you ever been to Europe? No. Well, this may be tough for you then. 
What ancient arena can still be seen in Rome, Italy today? The arena? What ancient arena is still up in Rome? Well, I don't know if it has a name, like a, a specific name, but it's the call. It's the Colosseum, the arena, the Colosseum. I, but I don't know if it's like the, you know, Mr. Mario's Colosseum. You're just gonna go with the Colosseum? <laughs> yeah, Colosseum. The answer is the Colosseum. Yeah. Nice job. Lunchbox. What's the hardest natural substance in the world? I know where his mind is right now. You don't know where my mind is. Lunchbox, what's the hardest natural substance in the world? This is easy trivia. Yeah, it's easy. It's called a diamond. That's correct. Wow. Yeah, nice. I thought he was going to say rock. No, dude, I went diamond mining. I learned a lot about diamonds when I did my research. Eddie. Come on. What land animal... Stop looking at me, Amy. What land animal, who also spends time in water, can open its mouth the widest? Sometimes it's called by its nickname a river horse. <laughs> what? What land animal, but also spends time in the water, can open its mouth the widest? Sometimes it's called by its nickname a river horse. Oh, river horse. Remember that one? <laughs> river horse. It's a land animal, so that would be either an alligator or a crocodile. Open the mouth the widest. A river horse. A river horse. I feel like maybe a crocodile is a river horse. Because the, the Nile, the crocodiles are in the Nile. And an alligator, they're in the swamp, though. Why would it be a horse? Do people ride alligators? Just thinking to myself. Amy's laughing. No, Why? not. Why are you laughing, Amy? No, I'm not. Dang it, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna guess alligator. Yeah! Woo! Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Bone double! Do you both know it? It's a hippopotamus. <laughs> You've been booed. Yes! Hey, I had no idea, but I didn't know I didn't have crocodile on my radar. A river horse is a hippo. Yeah. Huh. Lunchbox is the winner. Yeah. 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 We win, we win, no matter what. Got money on my life, and now we're getting up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there! And they stay there! Amy, stop it. Big win. She roots against you so hard. Oh, so hard. Hey, I'll say this. The, the one point we gave Morgan earlier was actually Amy's point. So just the standings are right now. Um, Eddie three. Oh, Amy one. Lunchbox one. Hey, Morgan does I not have one. one. Morgan has one. I, I don't know. I just, you know what? Everybody gets a point. Why not? Yeah! I don't keep track of this crap. Eddie has three. Everybody else has. Ray, heck, you can have a point too. You don't even play. <laughs> yeah! Over to Amy. Let's get in the morning corny. The morning corny. How do you become a tightrope walker? How do you become a tightrope walker? There's an online training program. Didn't hit. Didn't hit. <laughs> I don't even understand it. I know. I okay, mean. we're in the running now for also the worst joke of all time. No, We've had we're two not, of these in not, like three No, no, no. Do that joke doesn't again. Count. How do you doesn't. become an, a tightrope walker? 
There's an online. I mean, there's course. something there because of the line, you know, online. But oh, I know, and on, online. I didn't get. I didn't even get. Yeah, no. that's why I even gave you a little online <laughs> training program. I once it sometimes. Here's the thing: it comes out of my mouth, and mm. then I realize. It wasn't that good. It's not gonna work. Yeah. It's not, and it's I know most that bits I'm on this get, show for me. I'm gonna get. <laughs> it comes hate. out. I realize I ain't gonna yeah. go with balls of thought. I mean, like I should have done. What do you call a man in a hole? What? <laughs> Doug. <laughs> okay, that's, that's funny. funny. That's I know. good, Amy. Uh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Linda Houghton went out to get the mail at her house in Des Moines, Iowa, but she slipped on some ice and fell. She struggled to get back to her feet, but she couldn't get back up. She was stuck outside where the wind chill was five degrees below zero. Ooh. No one stopped to help her until Chris Meyer happened to pull up in a mail truck. It wasn't even his normal route, but he was at the right place at the right time. There's footage from her security camera that shows Chris seeing her, confused, like what's happening here, lifts her off the ground, carries her back into the house. He even went to pick up the mail that she had dropped in the fall. She said she's not even sure how long she was out in the freezing cold, but the timestamp on her security footage shows it was 19 minutes. Wow. That's how long she was out there. Here's a clip of the mail carrier saying that, you know, if this was his grandma, he would have hoped someone would have stepped in too. If it was my mother, my grandma, I'd, I'd want someone to help her out, and there was nobody there to help her. Awesome story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy has a weird fascination with Mexico and not just the country, but the cartel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's a show that comes out, she's going to watch it. Well, so that would also uh, lump in like Colombia and other South America uh, countries that participate in drug activity. Mike's family had to pay off the cartel. Mike when? D- Mike D's what? family. Yeah. Yeah, recently. So they took a bus ride to Mexico. It was 18 hours. And the bus driver told them, if you guys want to avoid getting stopped, we need some money from y'all. So they took a bus trip from where? From Texas to Mexico. For, because their family, your family? Yeah, my grandma turned 90, so they were going to see her. So why would the bus driver say, because 18 hours, and the bus driver drove for 18 hours straight? Yes. That's a, that's legal? I guess so. In but Mexico, it's, like it's, a, it's probably legal a charter bones. bus that does the route. No, I get it, but when we have a tour bus, our driver can only drive for eight to nine hours, and we have to take a second driver with us. Not in Mexico. It's not safe. Mexico. <laughs> Whatever. Get some bumblebee yellow jackets from the gas station and keep on rolling. Yes. 18-wheeler, roll on. Uh, so where did the bus driver tell them that? When they were in Mexico, like after they crossed the border, because sometimes what happens, the cartel will stop a bus and take everybody's valuables. So it seems like they have some kind of deal to where, like, okay, this bus paid, we got the money from them, they're good to pass. So Dang. my family had to pay money. So the bus driver, okay, help me out. I'm crossing into Mexico. I'm on the bus. We just crossed into Mexico. We're allowed to go through. Um, the bus driver stands up and says what? We need to raise $360 so we don't get stopped. You know who it's going to. And so the $360, when does it get handed off? Does the bus not stop at all to hand off it the money? It doesn't stop. Maybe they signal somebody on the road that, it, that this bus paid, don't stop us, and then they pay them later. How do we know the bus driver just isn't getting that money? Could be it. Could be that too. Oh, maybe he Venmos it right away. No, no, no. Maybe the bus driver just keeps the money and threatens that it's a cartel, but the cartel has nothing to do with it. And I don't think drug dealers do Venmo. Amy. And also, a drug dealer, $360? <laughs> it was very, very strange. Specific amount. And it's not a lot for a drug dealer who's probably got millions and millions, I right. would think. What yeah, do you think the, happened? What do you? What's your your story? After I talked to my mom about it, it kind of sounds like maybe it was just the bus driver, like fearing everybody and like, oh, we don't want to get stopped. We need this money, but also the police there. 
I mean, you could pay them off to do anything. So anybody. It could it be could anybody. Been, it could have been any layer. Any yeah. layer. Did they ever get stopped by the cartel? Never got stopped. They made it there. No problem. And also, shout out to them for sitting for 18 hours. Yeah. It's a long bus trip. Did they get their money back? No. Who raised the Who raises the money? My dad did. <laughs> wow. My dad was got, got up to go to the restroom, and he became the one that got volunteered to raise all the money. So he had to go around <laughs> to everybody and get their money. One guy didn't pay him. He had to go back to him and get oh, the, get the oh, amount wow. from him. So what happens if the cartel pulls the bus over? They'll come on the bus and basically go through everybody's bags or their wallets and take... Any cash they have on them, any jewelry, and then leave. Yeah, because you're saying the the cartel, like the people at the top, those are the ones with millions of dollars. They're not worried about this petty stuff maybe that's getting collected or this $300 or this. Like these are the the people working the roads. Like they keep that probably for themselves or do they have to go turn it over to the they big They probably boss? keep it for themselves. Yeah, like it's just part of them maintaining that control. Oh, I thought Mexico was fun. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Cancun is. That's about it. it uh, uh, not Cancun, not anymore. No? The guy went up on the jet ski and started shooting into yeah, the, the, cartel's under the there beach. Too. Well, then what? not there. Don't go there either. Then the guy pulls up on a jet ski and he starts firing into the beach. Jeez. For what? Uh, we, uh, S's and giggles. Golly, it's crazy. Yeah, Mike, do you not go to Mexico? No, I haven't been in 15 years. Because you're scared, or because you don't really want to go. Because I'm scared. Do, do people in Mexico, if they have it, are they always supposed to drive with the extra cash just in case they have to pay somebody off? You're not supposed to really take any mo- a lot of money. But then how do you pay someone off if you don't have money? Yeah. Like just enough to get there and back. But if you have a lot of money, it's not good. So then I'm torn. Yeah, because they're not going to kill you. So like if you only have... They're not going to kill you? No. no. Well, well if they- you don't have any money, they're going to kill no, you. No, 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 They no. won't kill they you. They won't kill you. But they beat you? Maybe. Just, like, I don't know. It depends. They'll probably steal your car. Okay. Oh, I hate, I hate Mr. Steal Your Car. I had <laughs> friends of mine that worked in Mexico City, and somebody came into their business and made them all get naked. They stole everyone's money, and then they left. And so everyone was just left there naked being like, well, we can't do anything, and that's what and they that's do. that's just Tuesday? When that did was this a, happen? That was like probably like eight years ago. Wow. Is this in the commercials for Visit Mexico? Because I haven't seen... <laughs> the brochure. Yeah, no. I haven't seen anything that... They leave this part out. And you're in, But they're safe. Have they ever... Have you guys ever been stopped? Uh, my parents have it. My uncles get stopped a lot. Because, oh, man. And Amy, you still support this. I don't support it you at sh- all, you, actually. You get on, you stream it, you, they make more. Oh, wow. They don't make money from these stories. Yeah. No, because if anything, I'm uh, like you see how the American DEA workers are like down there and they're trying to figure everything out and stop the crime. I don't know. At one point, Amy wanted to go on a gang tour in L.A. That's I right. I have yeah. changed that, changed that, but... I, that, was but, long, yeah. that was a long, long time ago. Uh, yeah. Very long. Like, I don't even know what, because yes, you don't want to like glorify that activity and ooh and awe at it. I just was more fascinated that that is going on. And I felt like some there was some good donation made if you did do that tour, but I'm not going to ever do it. Don't worry. I'm a hypocrite because I watch Ted Bundy documentaries. Yeah. Were you into serial killers? No, but I'll, if it's a good one, like a good, like... I'll watch and be entertained by the. I mean, I watched Ted Bundy. I watched the Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Oh yeah. What was that one? The um, that we were all the the BTK. Oh yeah. Oh man. BTK killer. But that but, show. But then also that, Mind Mindhunter. Mindhunter. That's, that's it. what it's called. Great. So yeah. Listen, I'm a huge hypocrite. I'm just kind of putting the spotlight on you right now because it's much easier sure. for me. Yeah, no um, problem. <laughs> but I just thought Mike's story was really interesting. Yeah, it is. And I will not. I, I, I have a friend who does some work in Mexico City, and he goes down. And he has to be, as soon as they land in the airport, he has to be escorted to the hotel. Yeah. And anytime he leaves the hotel, he has to have somebody with him everywhere he goes. 
That does not sound Crazy. like the life for me. It's wild. Anything you'd like to say, Mike, to end this segment? I'm just glad they got back safe. That's true. And also, before you leave, I need $360 small. Oh, wow. Well, okay, <laughs> so just in case. Combine your money. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Silver Spring, Maryland. 911 got a call. Hey, I'm stuck in a chimney. And gives them the address. So firefighters come. They have to remove all the bricks on the chimney, on a little bit of the wall to get the man out. And they think, oh, he just lives there. No, he was trying to break into the house, so they had to take him to jail. It's a pretty vulnerable call to have to call <laughs> and say, hey, come to me. Also, me's been robbing. Yeah, that's last resort for yeah, sure. Yeah, because you've, you've, you've probably been there a long time. You've cycled the process. Can I get out? Am I going to die? Will anyone hear me? I mean, and finally, it's pray you have a bar on your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> signal? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And then you have to somehow get to your cell phone. You're stuck in a chimney, yeah. but hopefully you can even get to your cell phone. Uh, what happened to him? Uh, he got arrested, and he was taken to the hospital, but non-life-threatening injuries. All right. That's that's what it's... I'm Lunchbox. Yeah. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> there it is. There's a guy who was going through Starbucks, and he was in the middle of one of those pay-it-forward chains. And so he gets up, and they're like, hey, the person paid it forward to you. Would you like to pay for the next person? And he's like, how much is the next person? They said $43, and his order was only $6. Ugh. And he's like, I do not want to pay it forward. And so he broke the chain. <laughs> and so some people are upset with him. Some people are not upset with him. They're, they're like, You're feeling? Uh, you can't be upset with him. No, he went there for his whatever $6 frappuccino and not for the person behind him's like five orders. Also, I don't think it's anyone's job to keep the chain going. Like, let's remember why this started. It's one person wanted to do something nice for one person. One person doesn't start it and go, I sure hope this hits 50. It's, I would like to pay for the person behind me. And if that wants to roll on, great. But if you just want to, and this is something I've had difficulty doing, if you just want to accept love and just accept it, you're allowed to do that and go, well, I've had a rough day. I would actually like that. Thank you for my free order. And then drive on and maybe eventually you can do that for somebody else. I don't think there's any shame in breaking a chain, even if it's somebody has another $6 order behind you. Right. And also, the chains are annoying sometimes because you're like, all right. Have you ever been in one? Yeah. Oh. And oh, I've always you broke it. Lucky. Don't, don't, no, don't, I didn't break it. Okay, I didn't break it, but because I felt the pressure that someone would be working in the Starbucks and be like, on TikTok, you know who broke the chain? Bobby Bones. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> so, but if you want to just accept it, that's okay. That's my point. It wasn't meant to be a chain. It's meant to do something nice for someone, and you can just receive the niceness sometimes. And sometimes you can just give the niceness. So I'm not hating on this guy at all. He's got over a million views. He's like, I ended the 23 car long chain. Because it was 46 bucks. Also, what you could do to really get someone is, once you know the chain's going, you could drive back around. Oh, keep getting coffee. And just get back in and make a huge order and know, I'm probably going to get this paid for. You know? I guess so. That's like funny. a medium. That's how you think. Next, oh, yeah. I'm next like, level. Uh... Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. We will uh, see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones.